Section 18 of Great Epochs in American History, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Great Epochs in American History, Volume 3. The French War and the Revolution, 1745 to 1782, by Francis Whiting Halsey. Section 18. Washington's Capture of Boston, 1776. Washington's Own Account. Footnote. From a letter addressed to his half-brother, John Augustine Washington, printed in Hart's Source Book of American History. End of footnote. As some account of the late maneuvers of both armies may not be unacceptable, I shall, hurried as I always am, devote a little time to it. Having received a small supply of powder, very inadequate to our wants, I resolved to take possession of Dorchester Point, lying east of Boston, looking directly into it, and commanding the enemy's lines on Boston Neck. To do this, which I knew would force the enemy to an engagement or subject them to be enfiladed by our own cannon, it was necessary in the first instance to possess two heights, those mentioned in General Burgoyne's letter to Lord Stanley in his account of the Battle of Bunker's Hill, which had the entire command of the point. Inasmuch as the ground at this point was frozen upward of two feet deep and as impenetrable as a rock, Nothing could be attempted with earth. We were obliged, therefore, to provide an amazing quantity of chandeliers and fascines for the work, and on the night of the 4th, after a previous severe cannonade and bombardment for three nights together, to divert the enemy's attention from our real design, we removed our material to the spot under cover of darkness and took full possession of those heights without the loss of a single man. Upon their discovery of the works next morning, great preparations were made for attacking them, but not being ready before afternoon, and the weather getting very tempestuous, much blood was saved, and a very important blow to one side or the other was prevented. That this most remarkable interposition of providence is for some wise purpose, I have not a doubt. But, as the principal design of the maneuver was to draw the enemy to an engagement under disadvantages to them, as a premeditated plan was laid for this purpose, and seemed to be succeeding to my utmost wish, and as no men seemed better disposed to make the appeal than ours did upon that occasion, I can scarcely forbear lamenting the disappointment unless the dispute is drawing to an accommodation and the sword going to be sheathed. The enemy thinking, as we have since learnt, that we had got too securely posted before the second morning, to be much hurt by them, and apprehending great annoyance from our new works, resolved upon a retreat, and accordingly, on the 17th, embarked in as much hurry, precipitation, and confusion as ever troops did, not taking time to fit their transports, but leaving the king's property in Boston, to the amount as is supposed of thirty or forty thousand pounds in provisions and stores 
many pieces of cannon some mortars and number of shot and shells are also left and baggage wagons and artillery carts which they have been eighteen months preparing to take the field with were found destroyed thrown into the docks and drifted upon every shore in short dunbar's destruction of stores after general braddock's defeat which made so much noise affords but a faint idea of what was to be met with here the enemy lay from the seventeenth to the twenty-seventh in nantasket and king's roads about nine miles from boston to take in water from the islands thereabouts and to prepare themselves for sea whither they are now bound and where their tents will be next pitched i know not but as new york and hudson's river are the most important objects they can have in view as the latter secures the communication with canada at the same time that it separates the northern and southern colonies and the former is thought to abound in disaffected persons who only wait a favorable opportunity and support to declare themselves openly it becomes equally important for us to prevent their gaining possession of these advantages and therefore as soon as they embarked i detached a brigade of six regiments to that government and when they sailed another brigade composed of the same number and to-morrow another brigade of five regiments will march in a day or two more i shall follow myself and be in new york ready to receive all but the first the enemy left all their works standing in boston and on bunker's hill and formidable they are the town has shared a much better fate than was expected the damage done to the houses being nothing equal to report but the inhabitants have suffered a great deal being plundered by the soldiery at their departure all those who took upon themselves the style and title of government men in boston in short all those who have acted an unfriendly part in the great contest have shipped themselves off in the same hurry but under still greater disadvantages than the king's troops being obliged to man their own vessels as seamen enough could not be had for the king's transports and submit to every hardship that can be conceived one or two have done what a great number ought to have done long ago committed suicide by all accounts there never existed a more miserable set of beings than those wretched creatures now are taught to believe that the power of great britain was superior to all opposition and if not that foreign aid was at hand they were even higher and more insulting in their opposition than the regulars when the order issued therefore for embarking the troops in boston no electric shock no sudden explosion of thunder in a word not the last trump could have struck them with greater consternation they were at their wits end and conscious of their black ingratitude they chose to commit themselves in the manner i have above described to the mercy of the waves at a tempestuous season rather than meet their offended countrymen i believe i may with great truth affirm that no man perhaps since the first institution of armies ever commanded one under more difficult circumstances than i have done many of my difficulties and distresses were of so peculiar a cast that in order to conceal them from the enemy i was obliged to conceal them from my friends and indeed from my own army thereby subjecting my conduct to interpretations unfavorable to my character 
especially by those at a distance, who could not, in the smallest degree, be acquainted with the springs that govern it. End of Section 18 Recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida